Next week, Season 2 of Church History starts. Here is an overview of Season 1 and a preview of what's coming in Season 2. In our last season, we started at the very beginning, Jesus Christ, the foundation of our church. Jesus' death and resurrection gave us salvation, and the Holy Spirit was sent to give the apostles the power to start the church. The apostles set out to do what Jesus told them to do, go into all the world and make disciples. They spread out over Jerusalem, Judea, and then the whole known world at the time. They were met with fierce persecution, but that did not stop them. In fact, their greatest persecutor became a follower of Jesus Christ, Saul, who was changed so completely he even changed his name to Paul, and became an apostle of Jesus Christ. The Roman government turned harshly on the church. Nero set up plays where Christians were crucified, beaten, and stabbed to death. The church continued to thrive, and the apostles wrote letters and books to guide the church. These were copied and spread throughout the church. The church was entirely Jewish until the salvation of a Roman centurion, Cornelius. The church was then both Jewish and Gentile. The Jews and the church had their first tearing apart in the year 70 AD, when the Jews fought for the freedom in Jerusalem. The church all fled because of a prophecy made by Jesus, and the Jews lost the battle. Over a million Jews were killed and the temple was destroyed. The Jews blamed the Christians, who they felt had abandoned them. When John, the last disciple, ended, the church moved into what is called the early church period. Great men and women of God faced beheadings, lions, and the stake. They could spare their lives if they offered incense to the Roman gods, even just a pinch. One by one, they laid down their lives, and the church grew. Over the next 100 years, there were breaks in the persecution, with peace, but each break was followed by a Roman leader who would bring even harsher persecution. Then came Constantine. The night before a great battle, he had a dream to fight under a banner of Jesus. And once he won the battle under that banner, he knelt and gave his life to Jesus. His life is a controversial one, and historians argue about his effect on the church. But what we do know is that the church was free to worship publicly. And it was soon evident that to have any power in the Roman government, you needed to be part of the church. This changed the church drastically, as people who wanted power and control converted to Christianity without actually becoming followers of Jesus Christ. During this time of freedom, the church had to battle out some theological truths. And the Council of Nicaea became a foundation for the future. But the main argument of the deity of Jesus Christ continued through the life of Constantine, his son, and his grandson. Then came the fall of Rome and the start of the Byzantine Empire and the Holy Roman Empire. During this time period, the line between the church and the government is so thin, at times it appears there is no difference. The church crowns kings and appoints leaderships. The gospel continues to spread and goes to the Anglo people, a white race known for its cruelty. The people of Anglo land, now known as England, 
received the gospel from a hesitant missionary. The gospel spreads throughout the area now known as the European countries. Then a man named Mohammed is born. An uneducated Arabian orphan who marries a rich woman starts his own religion based on stories he's heard from Jewish and Christian people in his travels. He claims to have visions from God. Some of these visions are written down, but most are memorized. His religion is not taken seriously until the last 10 years of his life, when he begins to live as a warlord, brutally killing anyone who disagrees with him, building an army and attacking nations. He marries many wives, including a nine-year-old, and is eventually killed by a Jewish woman who poisons him. His followers then have an argument over who will rule next. One group wants to appoint the best leader The other group wants a direct descendant of Muhammad. These two groups become the Shia and the Sunni. Today, 85% of Muslims are Sunni and 15% are Shia. They go to war against each other, while both sides go to war against Christians and the Jews. 1,385 years later, nothing really has changed. After Muhammad's death, his sayings are written down and they become the Quran. The followers, both the Shiites and the Sunni, are Muslims. Any area conquered by Muslims forces Jews to wear a gold star and Christians to wear a belt. They are forced to pay a tax to Muslims. Their choice are convert to Islam, pay a tax, or die. Christians at this time are traveling to Jerusalem as they believe Jesus' return is soon as it has been about a thousand years since he went to heaven. In their travels, they discover the Jews and Christians in Jerusalem are being treated so unfairly. And the first crusade is called. Crusades start as a way to free Jerusalem from Islam. And through multiple battles, Jerusalem and other areas are freed. But once the crusaders reach Jerusalem, they set a synagogue on fire, killing the Jews. And they then kill all of the Muslims one by one. Then we have multiple more crusades. The first few all start with good intentions, and the call is always to free Jerusalem. However, soon the Crusaders are attacking and destroying other Christian nations. By the time the Crusade time period comes to an end, the church has become completely corrupt. In order to fund the Crusades, the church has told people they can buy their way into heaven by funding the Crusades. The church then sees this as a new way of raising funds, and it's very effective. They begin to preach you can buy your loved one into heaven who's died already. The church becomes very rich and grand, beautiful churches are built. But through all of this, men and women begin to rebel against the church. And that is what brings us to the Inquisition. The Inquisition lasts from the year 1231 to the year 1834. And in season two, we're going to be telling the stories of these men and women who died to save the church. During the Inquisition, the church will keep its hands clean by handing its prisoners to the state for punishment. Those who recount their faith will be spared, but those who refuse will be burned alive, never, of course, officially by the church. We're going to hear the stories of these brave souls. Some will break free from the guards to run towards the fire, excited to give their lives for Jesus. Others will cower and deny Jesus to escape the flames. Peasants Teachers, lawyers, even kings, queens, princesses, and princes will be forced to take sides. Throughout this time, new lands will be discovered, and as the adventurous spirit rises, the entire planet will be explored, and the gospel will finally reach the whole world.
books will be written, and a printing press will make the publication of books easier. Education will spread, and a reformation will bring a split to the church that will never be healed. The followers of Jesus Christ have been persecuted by multiple governments, Muslims, and in our next season, by the church. But every time persecution arises, the church only grows stronger. The Bible says, what can separate us from the love of God? What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall we not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or pearl, or sword? For it is written, For thy sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Over season two, we're going to be inspired to seek truth, love justice, give mercy, and walk humbly with God. I'm excited to share the story of the Inquisition. And if you're new here, you have one week to get caught up. So binge listen and prepare your heart. To hear more podcasts, watch some great videos, or read blogs, head over to laureliesiemens.com. We have many more podcasts, Bible studies, and educational tools. To help keep all these resources free to the public, you can support the podcast by subscribing, sharing, leaving a review, or donating to our donation page. See you next week.